Hello everyone and happy Thursday! Uh, today we are at episode 33 of Stadium Connect Nord and uh, we have a very special episode today as we are interviewing the uh, developer of, uh, of uh, the Elemental Wars 2, uh, the developer from Clockwork Origins. And today with me, I've got my trusty co-host, Mr. John Scar. How are you doing, Mr. John? Good, I'm doing good. I've been really looking forward to uh, speaking with Daniel here. So excited about uh, today's interview. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, there's a lot I want to know about, about the game, so it's going to be fun to, to hear a lot of stuff about it. Uh, and then we have MM2K, who has been a part of us a lot of interviews lately and uh, a very good co-host also. How are you doing, my friend? You guys haven't learned yet. I'll try not to screw up this time. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to be here as, as always. Um, and this is going to be another great interview. I can just feel it. So I can't yes. wait to get into it. Definitely. And I love your uh, extra questions always that you have with uh, people's <laughs> insight towards Stadia. So uh, it, it's always nice to see you here. Um, before we get Daniel into the show, I just want to say hi to uh, everyone in the chat. We got Mugen, we got David P. Inly, Cloud Validation, Sanchez, MTZ, uh, Zero Games for Me, uh, Granite T Rock, and David Wilson. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. And uh, just to let you know, guys, we have a poll right now uh, on John Scar's uh, live video, and we're asking what element attracts you the most in Elemental War 2? And we'll get the results at the end of the show. Now, without further ado, let us introduce you guys to the one and only Daniel from Clockwork Origins. How are you doing, Daniel? Hi, I'm doing fine. Good, Thanks good. Thanks for the invitation. Yeah, yeah. First of all, I just want to say, like, we really appreciate you uh, taking the time to uh, to come here on the show and, and talk about uh, your release of Elemental Wars that will be coming super soon, actually. Like, it's it's like almost, uh, you know, I think it's like next week or something like that. Next, isn't it? yeah, next Friday, yeah. Yep. Oh my gosh. It goes by fast. I can remember the, like the day, the day that it was announced there. My, I feel like it was yesterday, you know? So, um, <laughs> Daniel, um, now, uh, we're going to go and ask you a few questions that first of all, can you introduce yourself and, you know, let us know what you do with Clockwork Origins and, uh, what's the history in with Clockwork Origins, uh, in general? Yeah, sure. So I'm Daniel from Clockwork Origins, a small indie team from Germany. Ah. And yeah, our yeah indie studio was founded in 2018. So yeah, last week um, it was our uh, four-year anniversary. Actually, oh wow! Congrats. Congratulations! Yeah, yeah. yeah. thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, but our history is actually um, way longer. So my co-founder and um, and I, so Sebastian is his name. Um, we worked together since 2007. Oh my gosh! Wow! Wow! Yeah, we we worked on or we were modders before we became uh, game developers, ah. and uh, we modded uh, Gothic Gothic 2. Don't know if you know oh, it. Because Gothic it is, is a classic. It, it's yeah. a pretty old game now. Yeah, it's been a, oh, a long time. Good series. It's still a lot of players, um, but it was more popular in Germany and Eastern Europe and oh. not in the US. Interesting. Yeah, and I started uh, 2004 with modding for it. So that was the the time when I decided that this whole game development thing um, would be interesting for me. And yeah, I 
kept doing it and now I'm here. <laughs> Very nice. So out of curiosity, where does the name comes from Clockworks Origins, you know? Um, oh, that's actually interesting. We had, um, when we decided that we want to go into the game direction, um, so that was already in 2007 when we oh, wow. were young and ambitious and thought we could do everything. <laughs> And now we're old oh, and, you know, like, no ambition, yeah. right? And, <laughs> and it yeah. took more than 10 years to finally really become a company. Um, yeah, we had um, a big poll in our team back then, in the mod team, or in the part of the mod team that wanted to do a real RPG back then. And, yeah, Clockwork Origins, or Clockwork, was um, actually inspired by the movie Clockwork Orange. Ah, oh, so it was okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> talked about that before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have to admit that I never watched it, so it was <laughs> my idea. <laughs> oh my god! I thought you were in for a surprise. <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. Did Sebastian yeah, watch it at least? <laughs> did Did Sebastian watch it at least? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's good. That's Pretty good. Sure, yeah. At least, at least we can. There's one of you, you know, like that did that. So, yeah, yeah. um, out of curiosity, how many people is in your dev team at the moment? Um, yeah, that's hard to answer because so we have our um, two two co-founders, so that's Sebastian and me. Um, but he's more involved in the marketing, not really in the development. Then we have two, um, yeah, helpers that aren't. Um, yeah, really part of the company in terms of uh, we pay them. Oh, <laughs> so okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we work together with um, a few freelancers for audio, audio music, um, mm -hmm. and the whole art design is freelance. Um, on Elemental War 2, um, almost all work was done by me. So from the oh, programming wow. side and the game design side, um, Carsten, who's one of the um, two people helping out, um, did most of the towers, and then we have the freelancers that did the rest of oh, the graphics oh, and audio. Wow. Interesting. Um, so, so it's cool to hear that you're kind of like a one dev uh, game developer, right? Because uh, on Stadia, there there's a few games made by one developer. Like, uh, well, the one that I can think of top of, top of my head is the Falconeer. And uh, the developer is from the Netherlands, and uh, it's incredible what you guys can do with like one person and, and you know a, a couple of resources on the side. But uh, it always impressed me with what the tools you know can do now compared to back back in the day, back in the Gothic days, right? Like I, I don't think Gothic would have been able to be done with one developer, for example. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been pretty tough. Um, but now, uh, what interested us, and it's actually a, a word that i've learned today uh john explained it to me uh and it took like five minutes for me to understand but what is clocksworth's uh credo and values <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah so um our goal is to create um yeah games for pc consoles and yeah the um the entry on the home page is a little also also for streaming platforms yeah yeah um <laughs> that we want to play and we hope you will uh, want to play and um, so we won't release any game that um, we aren't happy with so if we don't feel confident then we won't release it um, 
yeah, our quality standards, of course, um, yeah, get higher with each game. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't uh, release Elemental War 1 again now with my knowledge I have now. But back <laughs> then I was very happy and Elemental War 2 is really I mean, um, a yeah. big, big step forward. Definitely. Is um, Just as a side question, is is mm-hmm. Elemental War self-published? I, I just can't recall right now. Or is yes. it published? Oh, it is. Yep. Wow. Oh, wow. That's incredible. Yeah. So I like that because that way you can actually, you, you don't have, you know, any deadlines. You make your own deadlines and stuff like that. And it always makes it so these goals are achievable. So that's very nice. Yeah. Um, but um, in the end, I'm I, uh, I'm the publisher of myself. And I, <laughs> yep, I set yep. this deadline for Elemental War 2 release last July. And it was mm-hmm. really... Um, it was still hard to to reach it now because yeah. there are always things in the end. Especially, it's our biggest release um, as of now. So we are releasing not only on Stadia and PC, but also on Xbox and PlayStation, and wow. last gen and current gen. Um, and we never released wow. on that many platforms at once. Yeah, oh, it, it's going to be exciting time. I, I say exciting, but you know, quote unquote, maybe stressful, but but it, it is exciting. You know, to see that that's going to be. Uh, around all of these platforms and going to be played by so many players. Now, uh, for the people who doesn't know, uh, can you tell us a little bit about the previous titles that you've released? Yes. Well, there's obviously Elemental War 1. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, fun fact about it, it was actually um, released as a Gothic mod. Oh, (laughs) Oh, not a Roblox, right? Like I I thought. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. Nice. So I think in 2010 or 2011, somewhere around then, um, I released it as um, <clears throat> Gothic mod, of course, with a lot of limitations because Gothic is an RPG and the engine wasn't made for a, um, an RTS or a tower defense game. Um, yeah, and then I um, studied um, computer science at the university, became a real programmer and yeah, developed um, First, uh, my own engine, game engine, wow. Um, wow. which turned out is not a good idea if you ever want to finish something because yeah, <laughs> the engine alone is more work than one can um, handle yeah. and you never really come along to work on the actual game. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then I switched to Unity and yeah, in 2018, yeah, we released uh, Elemental War into Early Access first and nine months later, um, yeah, the full version, and then the years afterwards, um, ported it to consoles, Xbox One and PlayStation 4. And also in 2020, we released our second game, that was Trisix Infinite. Oh. That's an endless racer in a cyberspace um, setting inspired by Tron. That actually also, um, or the idea is built on a university project I worked on. And I always liked this. Wow. And cyberspace racing game, and yeah, then I decided that we do this as, um, as our next project after Element War. Ah, that sounds interesting. I need to look that up because uh, I actually haven't heard of it yet. So um, I'll definitely give it a look after after the interview. Um, but uh, f- that's all the questions I had on my end. But I'm gonna go ahead and leave uh, the stage to John because he has some more questions for you. Alrighty. All right. So uh, again, thank you, Daniel, so much. We really do appreciate you taking the time talking with us here. Um, so now we are going to, I'm going to put the trailer up here. 
we're going to talk about Elemental War 2. Uh, so it is releasing next Friday, May the 6th, um, on Stadia and other platforms that you meant that you'd mentioned earlier. So I was curious as to if maybe you could tell us a, maybe, uh, first of all, a little bit about the game as far as story, gameplay, any features it has, but also maybe how did how did you come to the decision or is there a story behind Elemental Wars 2 coming to Stadia? Yes, so um, I will start with the game and um, come to the rest later. <laughs> okay. Um, so actually a story isn't really in the game. Mm -hmm. We have some uh, background lore and you will have a lot of quests you can um, play in the game that will tell you a little bit about the universe but there's no campaign or something like that in the game. Okay. Um, from the gameplay um, side, maybe you played Warcraft 3 back in the day and there was this um, tower defense mod Element TD and that was a big inspiration for me for um, Elemental War. Ah. So I played that um, so many hours, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so like there you have um, seven elements in Elemental War. Um, fire, nature, earth, electricity, water, air, and shadow. And you get these elements by defeating elementals. These are big boss creatures, like in the trailer, this uh, stone golem. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, mm -hmm. they are very powerful, have special abilities. Um, so it's, yeah, really some boss fight. Um, yeah, and with these elements, you then can um, yeah, build element towers and also combine um, up to three elements to new combinations of towers. So we have a total of 65 um, towers you can build. Wow. Um, that's a lot. And actually, always already um, for Element War 1 was a problem because you have to learn these combinations. <laughs> yeah, um, <to laughs> I can imagine. Really. Oh, wow. um, yeah, and on the map, so um, there are hidden secrets you can find. Wow. Some of them are for quests, and mm -hmm. each quest you solve um, unlocks an item for you that basically works like in um, roguelites, like um, Binding of Isaac. Mm -hmm. So with certain events, you unlock a new item. This will be added to your item pool, so you can unlock it in future runs again, or you get it um, in future runs, and you get it for the session you're playing. And these items can be everything from, um, yeah, some ability to freeze all monsters on the map, which has a cooldown. So you can, let's say every two minutes or so, uh, freeze all monsters, so you can slow them down. Um, this can be tower equipment, so your tower deals a different type of damage or changes uh, target behavior, or some um, stat pony or also um, Mali for the monsters, so they get slower or the towers have more range or stuff like that. So you're saying yeah. that it's going to take more than, than two hours to, to learn their game, right? It's going to take a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is good, right? That's, yes. That's yeah, fantastic. that's good. Yeah, I, I love games like that. Yeah, the, the start is a little hard, but when you're in, you can almost play forever because um, the waves are also randomized. So not um, the same wow. monster won't spawn on the same uh, wave. 
um, for mm -hmm. each run, so it's um, yeah, random. And each monster has an ability like um, regeneration or more health or um, some are positive for you, like they drop more gold for you. Then there's a teleport um, ability where they can randomly spawn on the map. So there's a lot of variation. And of course the items are uh, different in each playthrough. And yeah. And of course different wow. maps. Cool. That's, that's awesome. So are, are the maps, are there, are there a certain amount of maps, like number of maps, or are those randomly generated as well? Um, in Elemental War 1 we had um, random maps, but that came with some limitations, like um, we couldn't really put in unique locations. Um, we had a grid-based system there. So yeah, it was mm. great because we could, for example, also support um, mods or user-generated maps. Mm -hmm. But for Elemental World 2, we decided to go another route and um, yeah, build handcrafted, more unique maps. Um, so we lose this um, modability in this case, but we could, yeah, build maps that are specifically designed for, um, yeah, quests or at secret locations um, oh, or nice. certain yeah. gameplay features that are only possible that way. Wow. Yeah. We also great. Just, uh, redesigned the whole um, tower building so you can more or less freely build the towers now instead of on a grid. So you have to yeah, make sure yourself Ooh. that you don't block your own slots. <laughs> That's awesome. So is there a story about like how how did it come to like Elemental War 2 being released on Stadia? Was this something like were you approached by Google or did you happen to see uh, Stadia and, and thought, you know, you'd like to publish a game on there? Um, yeah, back when they announced Stadia, we already applied with um, Elemental War 1, I think. Oh, okay. And uh, we never heard back um, from them. There wasn't um, even um, some notification that the submission was received or something. So not sure if it was a technical issue or something else. Um, but we tried again with Elemental War 2 because even though there are always these bad rumors of Stadia being dead and something like that, um, <laughs> I still think it's a good idea because yeah, yeah. it um, opens um, yeah games for people that don't have a powerful PC or a console or so, especially nowadays where the consoles are pretty rare and it's hard yeah. to find. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, exactly, exactly. So I know uh, Elemental War Two. Um, you can use uh, a mouse and keyboard to play or a controller. Did you, like, was there any specific, like, when designing the game, was there any specific hurdles or, or things that you had to think of to ensure that no matter what device you use to control it, that it's the same experience? Uh, yes, that was actually a big uh, part of the development of Element War 2 because mm -hmm. the first part was developed only with a keyboard or keyboard and mouse in mind. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was hard to get the controller support um, in the game afterwards. So when we ported to Xbox and PlayStation, mm -hmm. yeah, it works, but it isn't great. <laughs> um, and yeah, we, we took, I think two months or something like that to redesign the whole UI 
Okay. The whole user interface um, to work both with um, keyboard and mouse and with controller. And so we put really a lot of effort into it because, yeah, it's a big market, this whole console thing. And mm -hmm. Stadia, of course. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can play on Stadia also with, um, with mouse and keyboard, but yeah. So I wow. wouldn't want nope. to sit on my TV um, and play with mouse and keyboard. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, a, a question that uh, I just thought of here is, um, so does the Elemental War 2, does it support uh, touch touch support? Like if you're playing it on uh, a tablet or a phone, is there is there a touch support? or And if not, is that something that you might think about in the future adding? Um, at release, there's no touch support. Um, I have actually no concrete plans to add it, but okay. I also um, won't exclude it. So if there's demand for it, um, I can think about it. Um, problem I see there is that, yeah, controls are, yeah, maybe maybe too much or too much combination. Yeah, right. It, it's okay. something that you didn't had in mind when you started the project, right? So it's yeah. kind of yeah, hard exactly. to, yeah, to, exactly. to implement right. it afterwards. To yeah. reverse engineer it, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. The same problem we had with Elemental War with the controller support. Right. So yeah. Always harder than thinking of it right from the beginning. <laughs> right. Yeah. Makes per makes perfect sense. Maybe for Elemental War 3, you know, who knows, right? <laughs> Okay. Um, okay, so the next question that I have for you, because uh, there are many uh, in the Stadia community that are that are wondering, uh, what resolution and frame rates uh, does Elemental War 2 run at on Stadia? Uh, we have a 4K 30 FPS mode and a 1080p 60 FPS mode. Woohoo! Very nice. Very awesome. nice. Awesome. Yeah. I know there's a go. lot of people it. that, yeah, mm -hmm. that like the 60 frames a second and uh, offering it. Uh, even at 1080p still offers a fantastic picture and fidelity. So that's great to hear. Wow. Awesome. All right. I'm going to pass the mic on over, our virtual mic on over to MM2K. All right. Hey, Daniel, uh, I got the last set of interrogation questions here, but um, <laughs> we, we want to thank you so much for, for joining us as always. It's great talking to the devs and... Um, getting your perspective on on what it takes to put games on on stadia this is a very um enthusiastic group of gamers here and and they just love listening to the stuff that they soak it in and, and and they and they take it with them and it means so much to us to have you here so thank you again um my first question is crossplay is a very very big thing here in stadia because it's a new platform and uh, we don't have a kajillion players yet however we do enjoy playing games here and playing them with other people so um it's a very hot topic in the stadium community um elemental war 2 features cross player multiplayer is that across stadia xbox playstation and pc how does that work yes it is Ooh, wow yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. yeah yeah you heard it here first folks all right <laughs> awesome awesome um and in that regards can you comment on the process again we're we're, we're kind of like we're, we're getting we're turning into technical nerds here you got every time we get a developer <laughs> on here they, they help us understand it your world a little bit better can you comment on the process 
of implementing crossplay in games? Are there any difficulties you encounter or obstacles you have to overcome when trying to um, patch it through? Well, um, it was pretty hard to get it done um, a few years ago because of all the policies the especially consoles had. Um, Stadia had the advantage, they were clever and allowed it right from the beginning. Oh, but, wow. Mm -hmm. um, or at least I know, at, at least when we started last July or became partner last July, mm -hmm. um, it was no problem. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you have to keep it in mind um, when developing the game as well. Also something we learned from Elemental War 1. And we already had some uh, multiplayer and co-op mode in there. But we had some peer-to-peer -peer architecture, so you don't connect to a server, so, uh, but instead another player, it connect directly to another player. And then we started porting to consoles and they said, no, that's not possible here because of security reasons. Um, yeah. and then we would have needed to completely rewrite our um, multiplayer code, which wasn't feasible back then, Yeah. Um, to some yeah, client-server architecture. And yeah, we knew that for Elemental War 2 and we wanted um, this crossplay feature because the same as for Stadia, we are a small indie team. We don't have a bazillion players, <laughs> <laughs> including um, some players or not allowing the players to play with their friends on another platform would be bad for us as well, because if they can't, they maybe uh, won't play the game if they play it for the hope mode. Yeah, right. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Excellent. That's why we also put the um, feature parity in our um, values, because that's actually also, I mean, um, I also have a friend who plays solely on Xbox and yeah. I mostly play on PC. And if the game has no crossplay, we can't play together. So ah. actually something huh? that's also in my interest. Yeah, yeah. it can be very oh. annoying. So, so Daniel, so in order to get that cross-play working amongst all the different platforms, is there like certain agreements that you need to abide by for every different platform? Or is it kind of just like, you know, like a, a central meeting point where they all merge and then end up, you know, talking to each other? Um, no, it's actually uh, me talking with each of them um, alone and... Okay. They don't um, interact at all. And okay. actually, the only platform that's still a little hard to get uh, crossplay done is uh, PlayStation. PlayStation, yeah. yeah. Um, all others are really open about that. Yeah. Interesting. And, and that makes sense because we hear what you hear from Fortnite, you know, and I know you can't talk too much about yeah but, but from i mean they're they're making epic pay them <laughs> for cross play so we could just imagine um yeah. devs like daniel what what type of challenges they're going through um so in that regard though and i i got an additional follow-up question okay here's where the trouble starts um so do when, when you negotiate and, and tell us to the best of your ability when you negotiate and you're trying to work out the whole crossplay thing you had said earlier that there were some like security challenges with the consoles that you necessarily didn't see with stadia do you think it was because those are dedicated devices that you're working with and stadia is in the cloud so it's 
less of a security risk or what or, or i mean what can can you speak further on that um yeah actually i'm not sure if the security issues don't apply for uh, stadia as well okay we need to check their um requirements so it's not just that you um have to negotiate or mm-hmm. uh, convince the platform holders uh, that you are allowed to um, add crossplay to your game, but then they also have a huge um, list of requirements you have to fulfill um, so you yeah, get approved or certified to launch. And this also exists on Stadia, but mm-hmm. um, there, especially um, this whole negotiation or convincing part felt apart mm-hmm. because they yeah. allow it right from the beginning awesome awesome um, yeah right. and i mean the securities uh things make sense on pc nobody cares about it i mean um, <laughs> do what you want right yeah well, well right because on pc there's not like a governing platform right it's a very open-ended there's not one entity that says this is what you need to do yeah that's um i mean you probably heard of Steam, even though you play on Stadia. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody can load everything there, and nobody cares from Valve. So, mm-hmm. why would they care about security? Interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. Oh, now, how have you how have you found your experience working with Google in Stadia? The support tools the easy use and, and, and etc how, how how has that been um from the tool side um i recognize that they are still in development and still in mm-hmm. early or earlier development than the other um, platforms but from the the people um i work with at google um, i'm pretty happy it's it really feels familiar you have your mm-hmm. direct contacts there. You can ask um, everything. Um, you always know whom to contact and you get fast replies. It's not like on other platforms where you have to wait weeks or so to get an easy answer. Oh, wow. You, mm-hmm. Most of the time you get it um, at the same time as they also seem to assign the people so you, they are in the same time zone. Um, nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's a problem for us in Europe because most big companies yeah. sit, uh, sit in the US. Yeah, and then you always have this eight hours, uh, yeah, delay. <laughs> and I can, I can imagine. I mean, I don't know. Maybe this wasn't. And again, I don't want to turn this into the PlayStation show. But I can imagine with Sony moving their headquarters. I don't know. Did that have an effect on like contacting people via time zones or no? I mean, I. I'm under NDA. I can't commit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Right, right. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. That's awesome to hear. I mean, again, I hope people are paying attention to this. These dev conversations are very important, and you know, we and, and it, we thank you, Daniel, for clarifying on that because what we hear a lot from the community is, "Oh man, we're not getting the games as fast as we as we'd like them to, to do to, uh, to get them." Is, is Stadia closing down tomorrow? And no, it's it's yeah. still early in development. The tool sets yeah. are still being matured, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it, it, but it, it looks promising to you, correct? So, yeah. yeah. Um, so for us, it's, it's also um, hard to work with Stadia in the regards of we don't know if it will still exist in a week from now. Uh-huh. Um, and 
I mean, I spend a lot of time to port to Stadia now, and yep. I really hope it pays out. And I would yes. love to bring our um, maybe some of the older games, um, maybe not Elemental War One, due to the quality. Oh, quality. come on! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, if it's worth it, um, we will absolutely be happy to bring future games also to Stadia. Absolutely. No, that's that's, that's great. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. That's great. Yeah. That's great. So, um. Oh, go go ahead, John. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Do you have another question that you were gonna ask Daniel or? No, actually, you know what? He just answered it about. Uh, well, oh, yeah. I was gonna ask him. How have you found your experience working with? Well, are you are you are you using the low charge porting or no? I don't know. Have you heard of the low charge porting tool set? Um, Pointing to his and, face, and, probably not. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. I just wanted to make sure. Okay. Sorry about that. Go ahead, John. You mean this new? Uh, I read about it um, that they want also to allow Windows games or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No, it's um, actually a Linux version, like it was. Okay. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I just okay, okay. cool. Okay. All right, John, go ahead. Yep. So we have a uh, one of the questions here from the chat is, uh, if you could comment on how difficult or time consuming it was to port the game to Stadia, and do you think what can be done to help other developers bring their games? Um, yeah, it took me maybe two weeks full time to port uh, to Stadia. Oh wow. Not, Not exactly wow. sure about wow. the con concrete time. Um, the good thing was that I already already had, well, already had a code base um, that could work with uh, different platforms, ah, and we handled yeah. most of the cases. Um, we had to handle like uh, text filtering for um, usernames, um, restrictions if you don't um, are allowed to play multiplayer or something like that. Um, I already had an abstraction layer to handle all that stuff, so I actually mm -hmm. had just to integrate the Stadia SDK to support it. And I already mentioned um, I work with Unity, and there okay. you just select um, Stadia, click export, and it's done. I mean, <laughs> of course you have to test it, the button, and you right? have to meet this um, uh, frame rate goals. So I said we have um, 60 FPS at uh, 1080p. Um, yeah, we have to make sure that we really stay in this range. We have like, I think, five frames we can um, come above or below that uh, 60 FPS, um, but all, all, all only for 5% of the time or something like that. Um, ah, okay. So, okay. Yeah, a lot of little small things that always come up again. And then here a bug fix, there something happens, then you have different certification phases um, where you get <laughs> feedback from Stadia and they say, okay, here's something that you should have a look at. And yeah, but it, wow. it wasn't too bad actually. That That's great because that was actually, I was gonna, one of the questions that I was gonna ask you too is about the certification process, but you know, you, you pretty much answered it there. So you, you submit builds, they then give you feedback on it and then you go make the appropriate changes and, and resubmit as well. Yep. Wow. Okay. And I noticed, I think it was on discord. I saw, or maybe you tweeted it out or whatever, that there was um, a day one patch that you, that you have for the game. Cause of course it's coming out next uh, Friday. Um, 
So I know that that's been, you said that's been submitted to most platforms. Has that been submitted to Stadia as well to make it for launch? It's submitted, approved, and will be ready on Friday next week. Wow. Awesome. That's awesome. All right. That is great. great. And and so so let's bring it up again here too. So Elemental War 2 is also available for pre-order in the Stadia store. Now we don't see on Stadia, we don't see like a lot of games that are available for pre-order. Was this something that Stadia, uh, Google approached you and said, hey, would you like to make, you know, your game be available for pre-order or was this something that you inquired about? Um, I actually asked for it um, a few times before um, I got confirmed that uh, we can get a pre-order. And for us, it's uh, mostly um, a visibility tool because on other platforms, you are listed on the store already. You get uh, wish lists, for example, and on Stadia that doesn't really exist. So the pre-order is actually good for us to get seen. Oh, yeah. Hopefully they'll put out a wish list uh, feature on Stadia uh, sometimes. Yeah. I know it's been asked for, so so maybe eventually we'll we'll see it happening. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I see. I mean, um, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I mean, the pre-orders doesn't uh, don't really help us at the moment. I mean, we don't care if you pre-order it or if you pay, uh, buy it on day one yeah. because we, want, uh, yeah. we will see this money in June. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, it's all I about the numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I actually don't have any numbers at the moment. Oh, oh okay. okay. I will also get them in June, I guess. Oh. Okay. So yeah, I hoped I would see the numbers so I can estimate how many people there are interested in Elemental War 2 um, on Stadia. But yeah. I don't know yet. I saw um, the interaction on Twitter that was um, really good. Good. Oh, good. Um, good. good. So yeah. It will be a surprise next week. Yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll reach out and see if uh, uh, you can give us some numbers uh, in June, yeah. if the NDA allows it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so you can see here on, this is just brought up the, the Stadia store here. So- so a nice big beer, and as you can see, already pre-ordered, and yeah. uh, so it, it, it's available for pre-order. It's twenty four ninety nine Canadian and nineteen ninety nine US. Um, yeah, so there you go. You can see it. It gives us all the details here, and again, that big uh, the game modes that everyone liked was that cross platform multiplayer, which we talked about earlier as well. <clears throat> so yeah, so um, that is it's great to see. I've got a question for you, Daniel. So um, I personally am not really good at tower defense game for some reason. Like I'm good at strategy games. I'm good at RPGs and stuff like that. But tower games, I don't know why. I'm just not good at it. So like, is there any like difficulty features uh, in the game where you can put it on easy or medium or hard? Yes. There are three difficulty modes, um, easy, medium, and hard. Oh, hey, (laughs) awesome. um, (laughs) Easy for me. (laughs) We also have um, online leaderboards where you can compare your scores with others. And of course, you get more um, or a higher score when you play on the higher difficulties. So if you want to go on score hunt, uh, you have to play the higher difficulties. Uh. But if you want to just play a little, then you can play on easy. Perfect. Um, nice. I think for me, this will this will just be like a casual game for me for relaxing. But uh, I know some people that really likes the competition, and uh, 
probably try the, the leaderboards. Now, the leaderboards, are they cross-platform also, or are they going to be platform-specific? Nope, they are also cross-platform. Okay, very nice. Wow, okay. Um, can you comment on, so say if I wanted to play with a friend who's on Xbox, what the process would be? Like, is there um, an in-game account that we both have to make and then become friends, or how, how does that work? Um, so to play on Stadia in co-op mode, you have to create an account with yep. our own account system. That's also okay. cross-platform. Um, on other platforms, this is no requirement. That's due to the uh, third-party software we use for the um, server launching called PlayFab. And they support um, platform login for each platform except Stadia. Maybe it's too mm. new. Um, okay. If they add it, um, then I will add it as well. So this requirement is uh, gone. But you will also need the um, platform if you want to uh, the account if you want to participate okay. in the um, leaderboards right. because they also okay. run um, across our server. Um, yeah, and when you um, are logged in, then you can launch or host a game on each of the maps you unlocked already. And then you get um, some lobby code. That's a four-digit um, yeah, oh. code. And okay. then you share this with your partner, and he enters it and can join. Oh, nice. And yeah, so we have no friends list or so, uh, something like that for cross-platform. Maybe something to add in the future. Um, on Stadia, you can invite um, your friends directly, so other stadiums. That's really cool. And I, I like when developers implement the code uh, feature because uh, for streamers, for example, it's very useful, right? Because you can just ask people in the chat if they'd like to join, you can use this code and and, and bam, you know, they, they just join the game. So it's, it's very nice that you've implemented that in there. Uh, so Daniel, recently uh, Stadia has rolled out um, trials uh, for, for people to have, uh, you know, be able to have like a 30, a 60, 120 minute trial of the game before they buy it. Is this something that you might consider um, in the future for Elemental Wars 2? Like maybe like a 30 minute trial or? Um, yeah, actually I talked with my Google contact about it last week and yeah, it's it was too, on too short notice to do it before launch, but um, mm -hmm. yeah, it will definitely be something we can do for the next game and maybe also um, still an option after release for um, Element War 2, yeah. Awesome. Wow, that's awesome, yeah. It's I think that's the a demo version of the game, right? Yeah, 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 I'm right, yeah, like a 30-minute demo, because I think that's, that's really helpful rather than have someone buy the game and then within the two hours refund it because they didn't like it. If they get... 30 minutes to try it, you know, no, no strings attached, no risk, then, you know, it really, I think even opens up the audience even, you know, more, because again, for that, all they need is a Gmail account to be able to try it. They don't even exactly. have to have a Stadia account as well. Yeah. yeah. No downloads <laughs> and installs to worry about, you know, just say, Hey, well, I can just play it. Let me try this out on my phone right now. You know what I mean? That'd be great. Yep. Okay. So I see uh Fletch here in the chat asks, Will there be additional add-on content down the line? Um, we don't have any plans um, regarding DLCs. So in general, we are no big fans of DLCs if they, right. yeah, yeah, are obsolete or something like that, uh, or yeah, 
stripped out content or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, if we think it's worth it, um, we could think of more maps or something like that. But yeah, we um, supported Elemental One for a few years, and mm-hmm. if there are still um, bugs, we still patch them and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, maybe we just add them as free content. It depends. It depends. Yeah. Okay. And I think we've got one more question here. Um, so someone in, in the chat was asking, uh, Mr. 1030 here is, did, um, are you aware of the, uh, beta program that Stadia has? And if, if you were aware of it, was there any requirements that you would know, like that you know of that you can share with or like for, for beta testing, like they have the, the channels program where you can beta test games. And I guess the question is, is like, were you aware of that? And is that something that you used uh, with Elemental War 2? Um, I was aware of it, but I haven't looked too much into it. So we okay. didn't use it for Elemental War 2. Okay. Okay, great. Um, and another question here. Um, have you been offered... Uh, by uh you know your reps or the people you speak with at stadia about a promotional direct link that you can tweet out or or share on social media uh that advertises the game and also is like a link to have them join stadia pro for a free month um as far as i know that only works together with the time trials right uh, no, there's a the, the, yeah. the, those there's <clears throat> click to play link free trials, but there was the base where that was developed from this click to play links, where you they basically provide you with uh, links for you you know for you to advertise and tweets or things of that nature where people would just be able to click on said link and and just hop right into your game you know hop right into the game as long as they have it purchased you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And if they don't have it purchased, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, John, it would allow them, to, it would take them to the storefront to purchase the game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, then I don't have such a link. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And we've got one more question here, a big one that everyone likes. Will the game have achievements on Stadia? Of course. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Uh, would you be able to elaborate just a, you know briefly or a little bit about the the different achievements? Maybe do you know offhand how many there are and and things like that? Um, there are forty two, I think, <clears throat> and wow. yeah, there are different types of achievements. So um, we added a few that are I called them progress achievements. So for the stuff you you do in the game for the first time, like building your first tower or uh, defeating your first elemental, combining the first two, uh, two elements to a new tower, and stuff like that. Then there are um, yeah, some score-based um, achievements, like um, we have um, five medals you can reach per map. Mm-hmm. So the bigger the score, the better the medal. And then also for your global score, so all scores from the maps summed together also give you some rank. And therefore, we have achievements. Then there are uh, challenges where you have to play a specific way to to um, yeah get the achievement, like mm-hmm. uh, building no towers that um, slow down enemies. Wow! And then there are um, a few hidden ones that I Ooh. won't tell. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Well, 
as we wrap this up here, we had a poll um, in for the chat and asked them, what element attracts you most uh, to Elemental War 2? So the options were tower defense, uh, Dungeons and Dragons style graphics, or online cross-platform play. We had 39 votes, and we're going to end the poll here. <clears throat> and let's see if we can get... So the, right. uh, the results were... Uh, so what attracted you most to Elemental War 2? Tower Defense got 43%. Online cross-platform play, 35%. Uh, Dungeons & Dragons style, 12%. And the graphics, 7%. So looks like people are really hungry uh, for a tower defense game uh, on Stadia. More of those, uh, which this is, fits perfectly to a T. And again, kudos uh, for including that cross-platform play because... You know, as we talked about, you know, not only to you, but also, you know, the player base itself, that's very important. And it's great to see, you know, taking such a strong interest in that. So we really do appreciate that. Uh, so we're going to wrap this up here. Um, thank you again, Daniel. We really appreciate you taking the yes, time. You, Elemental Daniel. War 2 launches Friday, May the 6th. It's available now in the Stadia store for pre-order. $24.99. Canadian, nineteen ninety nine US, and thanks for Clive for letting us know nineteen ninety nine British pounds. So in the UK, our friends there as well. So with that, uh, we'll say uh, goodbye and thank you so much. Thank you too. Right. Thanks for the right. invitation and the chance to talk about uh, Element War Two. Awesome. Thank you again. <laughs> and maybe we. See